Back here on Fizz Radio, Matt is taking a little breather, but don't worry, we have a guest, Tony Pauline, the chief NFL draft analyst and insider for Pro Football Network, has joined us on Fizz Radio. Tony, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Sorry for uh, the delay on my part. No worries. It should be a good conversation because we're going to talk about Andre Cisco. So the situation is maybe he played his last snap of football for Syracuse already because there might not be a college season, college football season this upcoming year. So if that happens, we want to evaluate Cisco as an NFL prospect. Before we get into that, though, Tony, I just want to ask the blanket question. Do you think that there is a football season for college athletes? this year absolutely Uh, I I think there's no doubt about it I think what's going to happen is it could be a regional uh, sort of situation where the ACC will have a season whether Syracuse and Boston College participate in that season remains to be seen Mm. I think the ACC the SEC the Big Ten the Big 12 will play the Pac-12 may or may not play. The Pac-12 may play, may have their season start in January. I think it's going to be regional, but I think the major conferences will play. I think certain teams and certain states, I mentioned Boston College, I mentioned Syracuse. You know, who knows what's going to happen with Rutgers if they're going to play, although I don't think they're really going to be missed, especially the way they've been playing lately. <laughs> Same thing with UConn, uh, which would be even less of a, a loss. <laughs> I, I think some of those, you know, some of the teams in those states, you know, will have to wait and see. I absolutely think there's going to be a college season. It may be abbreviated. It may be only nine or ten games where teams play in conference. It may start a little bit later than usual. But I think there's going to be a season. Okay. All right. I like that positive outlook right there. Um, Again, Tony Pauline of Pro Football Network joining us here on Fizz Radio. Tony, before we get into Andre Sisco and some of his specific um, attributes for being an NFL prospect, as a draft analyst like yourself, what do you look for in a safety prospect? Athleticism. A guy that can do more than just play downhill and straight ahead. I like to see guys that can cover a lot of ground in a good amount of area quickly, especially sideline to sideline. Someone that can get out to the flanks and help out the cornerbacks in coverage. Someone that's not going to be a liability if he's placed over the slot receiver. You Obviously, you know, you want to see more than someone who just hits the ball carrier hard. You want to see someone who has got solid ball skills, can make plays when the ball is in the air. Obviously, the instincts are important. You know, you want to be more than just an athlete out on the football field, uh, running around like a chicken with no head. You've got to be able to understand what's happening, be able to read and anticipate the action, especially on the college level, because what happens on the college level, especially with defensive backs, is oftentimes these guys rely on their athleticism and their ability to make up with their speed and their burst for faults uh, to, to make plays and make tackles, which goes over very easily and very quickly on Saturday. But if you try and do that on Sunday, you're going to get burnt. Okay. 
All right, so a lot of things to be looking for in a defensive back. Andre Sisco, at least in many rights, has a lot of those attributes, and he has some accolades to back it up, All-American preseason after last season. He has a lot of those accolades. So when you look at him, and I, I know you have a piece out there on your website, profootballnetwork.com, if you want to go check that out, you evaluate him as a prospect what are some of Cisco's strengths and weaknesses looking forward to the NFL? He's very explosive. Uh, he's a guy who flashes on the scene out of nowhere to make plays on the ball handler. He seems relatively instinctive. He's got a good feel for the position. He has a great physicality to his game. He's not afraid to sacrifice his body to make plays. He doesn't have mental lapses on the field. You don't see him doing what I just said having to make up for mental mistakes with his sheer speed and athleticism, consistently puts himself in the right place to make plays on the ball handler, whether it's against the run, whether it's against the pass. I don't know that he's got great ball skills. I know he's got some gaudy stats uh, from a year ago. I think a lot of that was opportunism. I do think he need, needs to improve his, uh, his ball skills a little bit. They're not bad, but you just like to see him uh, improve a little bit. I'm very interested to see what his actual height and weight are. I know he comes in about, he's listed about 5'10 and a half, 205 pounds. He looks a little bit smaller than that. And that's not a problem these days. I mean, usually in the past, you'd want your safety to be over six foot tall, over 205 pounds. Now more and more in your defensive back seven in the NFL at the linebacker position, at the safety position, at every position except for the cornerback, more, more and more teams are accepting the smaller, sleeker guys who can get from point A to point B very quickly. And that's exactly what Cisco does and does very well. Tony Pauline of Pro Football Network joining us here on Fizz Radio. Tony, how does Cisco stack up compared to some of the other DBs in this upcoming class of 2021? Well, I mean, you got to wait and see because you, you don't know uh, which underclassmen are obviously going to uh, enter. And he still is, is an underclassman, although we expect him to enter. Right. Uh, and some scouts have already given him a second-round grade. You, you know, the, the thing is this. When you say DBs, your cornerbacks are always going to take priority. Your cornerbacks like the Sean Wades out of Ohio State, the Patrick Sertains out of Alabama, Ambry Thomas out of uh, Michigan. But I, I think it's safe to say that Cisco is going to be top three as far as your pure safeties are concerned. Michigan State has a player by the name of Xavier Henderson, also an underclassman. I happen to like Richie Grant out of Central Florida a bit. But Cisco's right in there with that group. I think Cisco is a top three safety. I don't know that he's going to be a first-round pick. Scouts grade him as a second-rounder. I have him a little bit further down the line, primarily because with the underclassmen, I want to see what their actual measurements are. And I also want to see some improvement in their game. So how far down that line, third round, fourth round, do you think he drops even farther? No, I have him right now as a third rounder. I don't okay. think he gets out of the second day of the draft. Okay. I could see him going top 45. If hopefully he has a season, he plays well in the season. More importantly, he tests well in the lead-up to the 2021 draft. Not just the 40 time, but when you're looking at uh, safeties, you're looking at shuttle times, you're looking at three-cone times because of the change of direction, and, of course, the position drills. People talk about the 40 and the vertical jump. 
at the combine all the time. You know, those position drills, especially for a safety, are very important. When you talk about those drills in just a pro day in general, what do scouts really look for, or, or rather, what has more weight, the, the pro day in the combine or more of what you show on the field in an actual season? That's a good question, and there's no one single answer to that because what happens is this. You have to remember, during the season, it's the scouts that are out on the road. They're out in Syracuse. They're at practice, watching practice. They're at the games. And then when you get into the pre-combine, when you get into the pre-draft process, the combine, the pro days, all of a sudden the head coaches for the teams get involved. And the head coaches, you know, haven't watched Andre Sisco on film the past two years. They haven't been as close to Andre Sisco as many of the scouts have been. Uh, you know, they may interview him for 15 minutes at the combine. If he's one of these guys that is going to be an early graduate and gets an invitation to the senior bowl, that'll be more face time with him. You know, it, it depends because sometimes the, uh, the coaching staff will have more weight in certain, way, in certain war rooms than, say, the scouting department and the general manager and the scouting department's uh, opinions of a player may be pushed aside a bit. I think they're both equally important. The fact is this, the game film is absolutely important, but if a safety or any defensive back has great game film and then he tests and he runs in the four sixes or something like that, or he's got a bad medical or something like that, it's going to drop like a rock. Gotcha. Uh, Tony Pauline of pro football network, again, joining us here on Fizz radio, Tony, before I let you go, do the accolades matter for, to a scout? Do, does all of the preseason or the postseason and all the titles that a player can get, like Andre Sisco has, does that really get in the head of a scout and does that really have any weight? Not really. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice on the fringe. You right. know, it's the whipped cream on top of the cake, if you will. <laughs> it, it, it's nice to see that, but, you know, you, you, the people in the war room are not saying we're going to draft this guy because he was an All-American three years in a row or he was All-Conference three years in a row. They're going to draft him because he's a good football player. They think he's got upside. They think he's going to be a starter. And they think he's a good fit for their, uh, for their system. That makes sense. Uh, actually, I, I have one more really quick. If you could choose a, a team that needs a safety like Andre Sisco in the NFL, what Oof. team or two teams kind of stand out as possible suitors? Uh, that, that's a tough one at this point because I really, uh, <laughs> it, it, I, you know, ask me that again uh, next March. Okay. I really, right. can't, uh, really can't, I can't give you a competent answer on that one. I'm not just going to pull it out of the air. Right. All right. That makes sense. Uh, that's Tony Pauline of Pro Football Network. Go check out his work at profootballnetwork.com and by following him on Twitter at Tony Pauline. Tony, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me.